0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now.
1: I got a little something to say about these Sports to year-end awards. And it's not going to be pretty. For the other people doing award shows. Because all these other polls are fixed. They are all homers. Whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction. There was no trying to convince me one way or another. This was a straight poll. I know a lot of people from Russo's brand. A lot of people were involved in this poll. A lot of great former wrestlers. And I know they were honest to the T. Nobody tried to sway anybody in any way. So I give credit to Sports Kita for having the first ever legitimate let me say that again legitimate year-end awards congratulations to you sports
2: Is glory. Oh, in is glory. Keith Lee is all elite. A big night in professional wrestling. You can feel it in the air. We're going to jump into everything that went down in AEW and NXT 2.0 tonight on The Debrief. Here we go. Watch out,
3: watch out, watch out, watch out.
2: It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It is time for the debrief, and we are back on the Sports Keto Wrestling channel because it was a big episode that merited us to be on the biggest platform here on Sports Keto Wrestling because tonight we got not one, but we got two surprises, one in the form of Keith Lee making his AEW debut along with Jay White, walking through that forbidden door and shutting it behind him. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the debrief I'm Jose G. Next to me is the top Chico himself, Rico El Glorioso. Welcome to the show, guys. As always, make sure you are liking, sharing, and subscribing. As you guys saw at the top of the video, we are right now in the middle of our Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. So make sure you go and vote now. Rico, have you voted yet? I have not, but I'm going to. You have to make sure you go vote. The way you can go vote com forward slash wrestling dash awards. Rico, what's up, bro? What you think of tonight's episode, man? Really? I thought it was just full of a lot. Dude, you're you're you got your Keith Lee gear on, you got your oh. Keith Lee blanket. You're gonna have your Keith Lee snuggie on pretty soon, pretty soon, throwing up the, the Legion. Uh dude, I think this is an exciting night if you're a fan of professional wrestling. Great night for Keith Lee. I thought this was awesome. Uh, Dude, I want to get your take, man, because I think that's the biggest piece of news and the biggest takeaway that we got from tonight.
3: This was, you know, an incredible episode of Dynamite. Tony Khan did not let us down of all the, you know, the rumors and everything we've heard going on this week about who could it possibly be? Who could it possibly be? Could it be Jeff Hardy? You know, could it be somebody else? Could it be Keith Lee? And, of course, it was Keith Lee. But that wasn't the only surprise, just like you said, Jose. Because when you mentioned Forbidden Door, because remember, Keith Lee was a free agent. And, and by the way, congratulations to Keith and Mia Yim for officially getting married. Uh, they, it looks like they had a wonderful ceremony, a lot of great pictures. I especially love her feud that she has ongoing with Shelton Benjamin. I think is the greatest thing. So, congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Lee. And it looks like they spent their honeymoon in Atlantic City because he made his debut. But when you talk about the Forbidden Door okay, Keith Lee doesn't qualify because he was a free agent. And then that moment happens when you see that jacket and you see the switchblade and you have Jay White making his presence in AEW. And it looks like he's going to be making an impact sooner than later because with the match of Roppongi Vice versus the Young Bucks on Friday, Jay White looks like he's going to be in the corner of the Young Bucks because even though they're elite now, when you're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club. For life, life. Yep. so uh two great surprises plus a lot of great stuff happening on Friday. On Friday, on tonight's ramp, uh, uh, dynamite leading into Friday's rampage. I can't wait to get into it with you, Jose. But how have you been?
2: I've been, I've been great, man. It's been, uh, it's been a busy week, just kind of tracking, engaging, like who was gonna be the person. We kind of called it a little bit earlier in the week. We weren't sure then these photos came out because of the wedding and apparently those photos were they were just trolling us because they were from a few years ago. I don't know but th- this was awesome I think this was just great if you're a fan this was awesome. Um, we got Nick fun asking us why wasn't a debrief on for weeks? Well Nick we normally are we switched over to our new uh, sports Kita all elite page but tonight was such a big night because of the big debuts that made onto tonight we are back on the main channel. We'll be back on the regular channel next week on the all elite page just as a reminder make sure you do go and hit that like button if you're watching us on facebook on the sports Kita all elite page but we got such a big night tonight with a big debut of keith lee on on aew it kind of uh, overshadowed everything else that went (laughs) down uh tonight so let's uh let's dive in let's dive into uh, aew while i read some of your comments rico uh we started off with mjf he had a little uh uh mouth to mouth conversation there with uh with CM Punk. Uh CM Punk wanting a rematch. And uh they had a tag team match, which resulted in a tag team match. We got FTR mm-hmm. with uh CM Punk, who had to find another tag team partner besides Sting and Darby Allen, ended mm-hmm. up finding John Moxley. This was oh man, dude, like a 2K22 matchup that you would play in a video game. We got it in real life. I think this was awesome. This was great, great matchup, uh, really physical. Uh, now we know that CM Punk is going to get another shot at MJF next week. What'd you think of this, man? It's anytime, any place, anytime, 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 any place.
3: I was kind of expecting it was going to happen tonight, too, just with everything that was happening. But I thought that was a really great match. Like, we got a lot of great storytelling again between CM Punk, uh, and John Moxley versus FTR. But they did a lot of you know back and forth, a lot of chain wrestling, uh, which is supposed to be FTR's wheelhouse, but you have CM Punk. That was going basically move for move with them. Uh, so they did a really great job. Uh, the crowd was so behind it because you got to see this pairing of CM Punk and John Moxley. Uh, yes, it took us to get to AEW, uh, to where they're paired up as opposed to CM Punk hiring the shield to be on his side. Uh, but this time they're actually on the same page in order for CM Punk to get his rematch against MJF, even though, uh, Taking a shot to the head from the bell should be something that takes you out. It's not enough to lay out CM Punk. He's still able to recover. Uh, he even hit the go to sleep on poor old Tully Blanchard, even though it took a second for Tully to get all the way up on CM Punk's shoulders. He wound up hitting him with the GTS. And they had some nice, uh, you know, a nice little combination here where uh, we got to see a GTS and a Paradigm Shift at the same time. CM Punk getting the win. Uh, MJF not happy. So, of course, now we look forward to the rematch between MJF and CM Punk. It looks like it's probably going to be at Revolution.
2: Yeah, I think uh, this is shaping up to be a good show at Revolution coming up in about six weeks uh, here in Orlando. Hopefully we can find some seeds, Rico, because I think they're selling out pretty quick. Uh, but it's actually literally like right next to my house. I'm pretty excited about <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. So I thought this was really cool. Uh, this, th- this whole matchup, this tag team, the matchup itself was really cool, but what does this, then what does this mean for Daniel Bryan? Because remember last week, Brand Brian Danielson approached Mox and made him a proposition to tag with him and change the game. And now he's here tagging with CM Punk. So what does this mean uh, for the proposition between Mox and Danielson. So we'll see what happens later down, uh, the, down the next few weeks or maybe even on Friday we'll find out too. They should start uh, their Ward- own
3: stable, man. The, it's going to be they really CM, should. CM Punk, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. They're going to be known as the X-Feds. So that's going to be the <laughs> the name of that stable. But, yeah, just like coming fresh off of the heels of the opening promo from MJF, Wardlow is in action, which, by the way, again, they continue to just keep you know, poking the bear of Wardlow when it comes to MGF and Wardlow because as he was in doing this whole grandiose thing about, you know, finally being able to uh, beat CM Punk twice in his hometown of Chicago, there was one person he had to thank for that. And that was the, you know, the bright, young, talented Sean Spears. And then Wardlow was getting ready to... Okay, so they continue to keep adding more and more into the feud between you know, building feud between MGF and Wardlow. But he also told him, Hey, buddy, you gotta uh, get ready because you have a match up next. Uh, which we did get to see Wardlow going up against the Blade representing the AHHFO, and uh, this one didn't go as quickly as the other ones. And they mentioned that Wardlow has the most efficient track record of anybody in AEW with the fastest wins. This one actually went past a commercial break.
2: I'll tell you right now Rico, uh if if you're personally invested into the AHFO right now, you may want to start pulling out your stock cuz that stock is going down big time right now. With the loss of uh, of the Blade, right? Then we got the loss of later on with Isaiah Cassidy when Matt Hardy just Walked, walked off out. the match, right? <laughs> Just walked out in the, of the middle of in. the match because he sees what's going on. He's like, "Oh, I ain't messing up with this guy, right?" Uh so A, A-, A- H F O, the stock is plummeting. It's time to pull out. I don't know if Andrade is he, he's fifty one percent invested in it, right? But did he did he invest at the right time? That is the thing. What well, now is the time to invest? Jose. you got to buy low to sell you're, high? You're right.
3: Because the one thing that we did see in between uh MJF promo and the match for Wardlow was the first face-to-face between Andrade and Darby Allen and Sting, with him thinking that Darby Allen works for Sting. So it's like, you know, a pleasure to meet you, sir. Uh, and then barely trying to get Darby Allen to join him. But Darby says, Yeah, that's that's a no for me, dog. Uh, I got one thing on my mind is that the TNT championship, and Andrade says, Well. Looks like we have one thing in common because I will be the next TNT champion. So you might want to get your investments in before Andrade becomes our next TNT
2: champion. But don't, don't, you know, buy, buy the dip, bro. Buy the dip. So when it's get, getting down low, that's when you buy it. That's when you get that dirt <laughs> like, cheap, dirt cheap. Shout out to Miguel Sapella watching us on Facebook. Sassy. Love this comment. All these folks making moves and debut faster than Veer's arrival on Raw. Bro. How true is that? Uh, continuing on here with Dynamite, uh, we remember last week when uh, Malachi Black spat that black mist into uh, Penta's face. Well, it like Penta is digging into the depths of the dark soul that he is, and he's bringing out Penta Oscuro, Pentagon Dark. We're going to get the all-black Batman Pentagon, so I can't wait to see what happens with that later on. Uh, then we had the Inner Circle team meeting. Words were Ooh said, boy. feelings were hurt, uh, you know, things are going to happen next week. Uh, some, uh, it got physical, some people left, uh, th- th- this broke apart really quickly, you know, and, and almost by design, you know, you got Sammy now, who's the undisputed d champion, you want to start pushing him as one of your top guys now, he's super young, so, you know, let's see what he does at the face of the Revolution ladder match. Then you got Santana and Ortiz, who are bona, who are a bona fide tag team dude. Like I look at, I look at Santana, and he's like the Puerto Rican Roman Reigns. Let that hair loose, take off your shirt, and just go solo, bro. That's all you got, wow. bro. Santana, look Great at dude. I'm Santana. telling you, dude. I'm telling you, look at Santana. He's like the New York hood rat, Bronx. <laughs> you know. Just grimiest version of of, of like Roman, the Puerto Rican Roman Reigns, right? So just imagine him, bro, because he's got that long curly hair. Imagine, I'm just saying, picture it in your head. That's the kind of vibe I got from Santana tonight when he was facing off with Jericho.
3: And it was great that they put him on this kind of spotlight. Like, I would love to see him be the Taino chief, you know, Santana being the solo guy. Uh, But it's good to give him this platform like because he's he's normally been that kind of like just chill, lay back, kind of go with the flow. The same thing with Ortiz. But you put him on this spot where he is talking down Jericho. He's like, no, Jericho, lower your mic. I'm not done yet. He has to get all this stuff off his chest first. So I thought they had a really great back and forth. They both had some really good points when they were talking about, you know, we're it's always been you you've been holding us back every time you need us we've been there but when have you supported us you're like we've never had a chance at the AEW championship because we have we always have to do your thing and it jerk goes well you had that opportunity in february and you lost that wasn't my fault but everything else that you guys have been able to do look what you've done with me you've main evented pay-per-views talk about the stadium stampede matches you know you've been getting the biggest payouts you have made more in these last two years Here with me in AEW, then you have your entire career in pro wrestling. So there was a lot of good back and forth. Of course, Sammy tries to calm everybody down. Jericho yells at him. So he's like, you know what? I've left the group before, and I'll leave it again unless you guys can all figure this out. And how they're going to figure it out? Well, Ortiz steps up, defends Eddie Kingston. It's like, you know what? He actually has done a lot more for us than you give him credit for. But you know what? When it comes to Eddie, we don't settle it with this. We settle it with this. So he and the Santana have challenged Jericho and Jake Hager to a tag team match next week. And then Jericho on the flip side said, all right, well, I didn't want it to come to this, but you guys have asked for it. So there's a lot of inner turmoil that we've been kind of expecting from inner circle because they alluded to it once before when they were dealing with the pinnacle. But mm-hmm. now this is all personal. There's no other group that's antagonizing them. This is all coming from within. So looks like we might be seeing the end of Inner circles sooner rather than later.
2: Well, all good things must come to an end, right? Uh, guys, I'm about to uh, put on some background music here. There's a new feature here on our on our programming system here that we use to broadcast. Uh, so if you like it, let, let me know. Sound off in the comments. If you don't like it, I'll take it off, all right? But I'm just going to – it's just some chill vibe music while we talk about some wrestling, all right? It's going to be low. It's not going to be too too bad. But uh, just let us know if you like it. And if you don't, I'll turn it off. All right? Just sound off in the comments. Let me know. Continuing on here with AEW Dynamite. uh, Oh, that that line. uh, Yes.
3: I'm sorry. Slamming uh, Sammy Joe. That line that Chris Jericho said, oh, maybe we recruited the wrong two members of LAX. That got personal real quick. You got the number to homicide and hurt. And as soon as he was about to say Hernandez... They almost start brawling, and that's what set off Sammy Guevara. So yeah, I just had to bring that up. So great comment there uh, by slamming Sammy Joe. But yeah, go ahead. Um, what do we get next? What what extra surprise did we get here on AEW Dynamite? I was there?
2: Uh Well, you know, we did get we got that backstage um, segment with Roppongi Vice and the Young Bucks, and then we got Jay Leto comes out as soon as they're beating up Roppongi Vice. Uh, Bullet Cup reunion was there. That was pretty cool. But we didn't get to see any more of Jay White later on. They just kind of mentioned it later on uh, in one of the promos. Uh, Then we had a uh, a TNTBS matchup. We had that open challenge. Jade Cargill going up against uh, AQA, who's known for her time at Reality of Wrestling, trained under Booker T. Uh, Had a pretty good... uh, uh, They're saying cut it. They don't like it. They just ain't cut it. They don't like it. Fine, I'll cut it. I'll cut yeah, it. Fine. Didn't I'll, like
0: it. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it off.
2: I'll take it off. No problem. I just wanted to experiment with it. If you, if you, again, you guys like it, don't like it. I don't want to do that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we had Jade Cargill defend that title against AQA. But AQA, man, making uh, Jade Cargill He's run really for talented. a mighty man. You can see she is extremely talented. Like she, you can see her high
3: flying capabilities in this match. Really good counters to Jade Cargill's power. So. You know, AQA, somebody to look out for. She can be somebody that can make some big, you know, some big strides here in AEW, especially with how much better this women's division is getting. And you have somebody that's been trained under Booker T. So you know that she comes, you know, with a lot of skill, a lot of tenacity. So I'm looking forward to see what else AQA can do going forward.
2: Absolutely. Uh, We got Drew Davidson or David DM watching us on YouTube. Jose, who do you got, my guy Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman or Goldberg for the Universal World Heavyweight Championship uh, at the Elimination Chamber in Saudi? I got my guy Roman. Well, I, I don't want to answer that question quite yet, Drew, because it's still next weekend, and we got our uh, prediction shows to go over. So we got still a couple shows to go before I can make my final prediction because I think I would like to see the wrench being thrown in here and just have some shenanigans happen. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't care. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on here. Uh, so we had, uh, besides that, we had Serena Deeb uh, had a five-minute rookie challenge going up against Katie Arquette. Serena Deeb got the win there. And then we had our main event, the Texas death Match. Man, not even like five minutes in, and these guys are bloody as hell already. Dude. It,
3: just, it just started backstage. They get to the stage, the entrance stage. Heyman just throws Lance Archer through this pane of glass and already he's coming out bleeding so you already knew we're gonna be seeing a lot of blood in this match and of course we did both guys were nice and bloody by the end of this match
2: yeah yeah definitely we got some some pretty incredible spots in that match Uh we had the, the, the his finisher dude on the steel chairs to the outside from the apron of the ring dude that spot was crazy like I never seen anything like that before. Like some of that stuff that they did tonight was kind of crazy. And even though this match was shorter, it was a hell lot more entertaining than what they did. You know, with those one hour broadways. Even those, like those one hour broadways that he did with Kenny Omega, were great. And with Daniel Bryan's, and were great. Like they're really good classical wrestling matches. But this was just hella entertaining. Like holy shit! Like he did this and what he did that. Like he's about to do this. Like, it was, it was just, like, ECW type of crazy, right? I just couldn't
3: ex- – that spot where Lance Archer sets him up for the blackout, throws him outside of the ring onto the side of the steel steps that he had turned over sideways. Like, that mm. looked like that could have gone wrong in so many ways. It looked oh, yeah. extremely devastating. Just for Hangman to come in, wrap some barbed wire around his arm, hit him with a bunch of forearms before taking it off, and then the spot that you spoke of, where he hits the buckshot lariat off of the ref, because the ref was bending now to pick up the barbed wire. That's what he uses as the vault for the buckshot lariat, jumping over Mm -hmm. the ropes, hitting that lariat onto those tables on the outside. Uh, Because again, remember, guys, in the Texas death match, you can only win by knockout or submission. So for knockout, it's it's standing 10 count, which Hangman got up just at the last second, got back in the ring. And he is still our AEW World Champion. But it looks like we have a new contender in the mix. Because as he is standing there getting his hand raised, blood coming down his face, out comes Adam Cole, baby. Grabbing the AEW Championship, putting it on Hangman's shoulder. Looks like we're going to get Hangman versus Adam Cole for the AEW Championship, and I am all about that because I'm already picturing Adam Cole versus Keith Lee for some title, whatever, whichever one it is. I don't care. It's just so we can get a lot of callbacks from their feud in NXT when it was NXT Championship and uh, North American Championship at the same time. I'm looking forward to that rematch here, though, in AEW where you're not going to be constrained by other ways of professional wrestling. We get to see the limitless one going up against Adam Cole. So I'm Mm -hmm. excited for all the future dream matches that we're going to have with Adam Cole, you know, versus Keith Lee. Keith Lee versus CM Punk or Brian Danielson. I'm ready for all of these matches.
2: You know, with the addition of Keith Lee up in in AEW now, I sent you this earlier in the chat. I was like, like, what if, what if? Triple H, like, set this all up, right? Like, he did this all purposely just to send them all over there because he knew what was going down, going to happen in in WWE. I mean, this is just me throwing out my conspiracy theories, but what if, right? Uh, But essentially, when you look at, and it really clicked in with me today when, when I saw Keith Lee's reaction, AEW Dynamite's base crowd, okay? We all know that it is a hardcore wrestling crowd. But it's, it, it reminds me of the hardcore NXT crowd, like those NXT crowds that you would see at TakeOver. That's that AEW crowd that we have right now. And the, with the addition of Keith Lee and hopefully some other guys coming down the pipeline, maybe um, a killer cross, uh, it, it's just going to get even bigger. you know. Some guys that are at the bottom of the totem pole in AEW, we're probably going to see them go bye-bye because they're getting some top-tier talent right now
3: we're going to see a lot less of these new you know, people getting their contracts renewed and,
2: you know, letting those contracts
3: expire like a Leo Rush. When you have these kind of talented people that you need to save these TV time for, especially when you keep talking about all these matches, you guys keep talking about in the chat. So Robert Thomas talking about Miro versus Keith Lee. That's some mm-hmm. big men slapping me right there. Yes. Or even Keith Lee versus Brody King. Uh, but of course the big setup, which is why they, opened that forbidden door, and they alluded to not only in that moment, but in the later video segment between uh, the Super Click, the heated rivalry between Kenny Omega and Jay White. So, if there's mm-hmm. any time to bring back Kenny Omega, it's going to be over here. to have Contin- a match here yeah. in AEW. And now you oh, add yeah. the extra layers of the Young Bucks. You have Adam Cole and Red Dragon with the Paragon. So, you add all these different layers to it. You have All these possible mix and matches, you know, perfect dream matches you can have between all of these guys. So this is the right time to really get invested in AEW, especially when they keep announcing new talent like a Keith Lee and bringing in superstars from New Japan like a Jay White. So, man, I'm excited for anything that they're going to be throwing our way. And we have Revolution in just a few weeks, just like you said. So this is going to be exciting. This lead up into this
2: next pay-per-view. I'm here for it. Guys, sound off in the comments. How do you rate tonight's AEW Dynamite 1 through 10? How do you score it? Did you love tonight's Dynamite? Did you hate dy- uh, tonight's Dynamite? Just sound off in the comments. Let us know. Get on screen. We'll go ahead and read them out loud. Uh, I, for myself personally, I'm going to give tonight's Dynamite a 9. Uh, mm-hmm. t- it was it, the Both debuts were great. That Keith Lee reaction was awesome. The death match was great, and it felt um, like we've said this about AEW sometimes, where they have a great beginning, great end, and they did just kind of lose it in the middle. They did a good job to, uh, tonight with uh, with the matches in the middle. John Moxley, FTR, CM Punk—that was an awesome match. Jade Cargill, AQA—that was awesome. Another another really good match. So there was some pretty solid matches in the mid card that kept me engaged uh, mm-hmm. to watch the, uh, the the main event because after Keith Lee. I mean, how can how else can you top that night, right? Yeah. So yeah. nine, I think, is fair.
3: And I'm gonna have to agree with you for everything that you mentioned. Uh, yes, Keith Lee was a little winded, but you got to remember he hasn't wrestled in you know 90 days, so you know give give him a break. And he just got married too. Like, come on, he, he just had his 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 wedding. He had his reception. He had this a little bit of a honeymoon before he had to go back to work. So it'd be it'd be a little nice on Keith Lee. He's gonna get back in shape. Yes, he was a little bigger. But at least he didn't keep the white beard. He went back, you know, full dark beard and hair, liked the look. Uh, and, yeah, just like you said, like, the other matches, I was kind of worried that AQA and, and Jay Cargill was kind of was going to fall flat after everything that happened. No, those ladies delivered. Uh, you guys mentioned in the chat too. She continues to get better. Jay Cargill is essentially kind of like what Braun Strowman was in WWE where every single match she just keeps getting better and better, and better. She's really finding who she is as a wrestler in and outside of the ring, and she keeps having great opponents like this where it shows that juxtaposition between the two styles. She's going to continue to get better and better. So, yeah, the drama between the Inner Circle was great. Uh, Andrade declaring himself, you know, going after the TNT Championship, Darby going after the TNT Championship again, so, you know, wouldn't be surprised if we see a multi-man match there. And already seeing the beginnings of Adam Cole versus Hangman Adam Page, because we have both been very vocal about this not being the greatest of AEW Mm -hmm. championship reigns. I would not be mad if Adam Cole takes that belt from Hangman at Revolution, even though, again, MJF declaring himself after he beat CM Punk twice in his scumbag town of Chicago. He is going after the AEW championship, too. However, CM Punk keeps holding him back. So don't be surprised if we see that coming up, too. So. They're setting up a lot of great storylines heading into Revolution and setting up possible feuds coming out of it too. So, this was a really great job by AEW tonight. Great, great show. The only way I could say makes it better is if you did have like say that um, the Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez no DQ match, but you know we can't have all our cake and eat it too so it's we too have to much. save that it's for too next much week in one
2: show. It's, i mean for god's sakes we got we got a pay-per-view caliber show tonight rico i mean yeah. if you look at all the matchups and and how everything was booked we got a pay-per-view caliber show tonight so uh good job awesome. on aew it was an entertaining show i thought you know i'll give aew critics where it needs to be critic criticized and tonight it was one of those nights where i'm putting them over so uh, speaking of putting things over, guys, it is the season, it's award season. So just a friendly reminder to go vote now for the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. We have tons of different categories best male wrestler, best female wrestler, uh, best feud of the year, heel of the year. So, guys, we have a ton of different categories. We're gonna be having our panel, an all-star panel, uh unveiling some of the winners. Panels include DDP. Vince Russo, Braun Strowman, Rob Van Dam. So we have legends that are going to be featured in the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. If you haven't voted, go ahead and do it now. It'll take you less than a minute to get throughout all the votes. So you can do that by going to sportsketo.com forward slash wrestling dash awards. Again, that's sportsketo.com wrestling up sportsketo.com forward slash wrestling dash awards. Rico, let's jump into NXT 2.0. We had too much of excitement tonight, so we need to bring the excitement to NXT 2.0. So because it wasn't as exciting as uh, as tonight, oh, well, there were some things that developed. There were some things that happened. You know, some again, some words were said, some fists were thrown, uh, some stuff. We had some, we had some we had some matchups uh, in the Dusty Cup. So now we know who's going to be in the final. MSK looking to go for the repeat. Going up against the Creed Brothers. This is going to be a hell of a banger for the final at Vengeance Day next week. Uh, and uh, what else did we get here? We got some uh, a matchup. We got the NXT Women's title. We had Mandy Rose go up against KLR, Kaylee Bray, the former NXT Women UK's champion. And uh, Mandy got- Rose, with the help of Toxic Attraction, getting that win and retaining that title. And don't forget, we have... A new arrival, a
3: new challenger approaching in the NXT championship title. Because if he didn't already come to show the world, he's here to show the world. Come on, Dolph Ziggler made his NXT debut, getting involved with the championship summit uh, between Santos Escobar and the NXT champion, Braun Breaker. And of course, Tommaso Champa made his presence known too, calling Dolph Ziggler, oh boy, this young boy over here coming on here to NXT. You think you got a shot at this? So, yeah, they continue to add some uh, of the main roster talent into NXT. And, you know, look at the success that Manny Rose has had. Like, being able to beat not only Raquel Gonzalez, but beating the forever champ of the NXT UK Women's Division in Kaylee Ray. Ray. Uh, but, of course, this is all to set up Vengeance Day that's coming up this Tuesday. Uh, and it's... You know, it's shaping up to be a, a solid card. You know, they always set up a really good card for these specialized NXT events, even though it's, this one's not a premium live event. This is on Tuesday. But it's going to be a really good show, especially, you know, once we get into it, like we can get into right now, part of it is a Dusty Cup classic where we had the Creed Brothers get it over on the soon-to-be-released tag team of NXT because Chris Young vets tried for the third time to make it to those finals thankfully they didn't make it because we knew they were not going to win it again so they didn't get to to be upset but this has to be the creed brothers you know tournament to lose right i know msk is going for the repeat but the crowd was behind creed brothers they put on a solid match against GYB. i don't know man i think this is going to be 50
2: 50 50 /50, dude i think i think the crowd and nxt is 50 50 on these two I think ever since getting the riddle rub uh, with MSK, I think they've gotten a little bit more over with the crowd. And, and you could see that. You can hear it. It's a lot more evident, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if MSK gets that back-to-back. You know, if Creed... You're right. This is Creed's uh, tournament to lose. It's almost like GYV, right? It's almost... It's like if Creed's lose... It's like gyv all over again. Why did you put him in that
3: in that place to begin with? My God, build him up and not finish it off. So
2: (laughs) funny. If y'all dig in the background music, let me know. I could turn it off. I just some y'all wanted me to uh, play the music again, so I'm just changing the genres. Letting uh, I'm just gauging what the crowd wants to hear. If y'all want to listen to anything, if y'all want me to kill it, let me know. I'll turn it off. Uh, But yeah, so I think uh, that was cool. Uh, what else do we get here? We got Dakota Kai uh rumming through uh Wendy Chu's clothes, you know, getting a new wardrobe, and then yeah, we had a match. yeah, go that ahead. was a whole
3: thing from last week where Wendy Chu essentially committed credit card fraud and she, st- she stole she, Tiffany Stratton. What's credit up with cards.
2: NXT and all these crimes, and all these man? Crimes that's happening because she took
3: Amari Miller on a shopping spree, even supposed though it's supposed to be Amari, a family, family show. You're not supposed to
2: be putting examples of assault and battery or credit card fraud or identity theft. Like, what kind of show are we running here, guys? Which
3: is why I love that uh, Wade Barrett just continues to play into that. He's like, you know, I have plenty of friends in law enforcement, so I should give them a call. Like, he's playing into it. He's having fun with it. And in this match, Wendy Chu lost to Tiffany Stratton. So they're continuing to build Daddy's Girl into possibly being uh, of course, to be reckoned with in the women's division, possibly even joining the Women's Dusty Cup Classic because it starts in two weeks at, you know, the week following Vengeance Day. Uh, so they're starting to set up those teams for that as well because we officially have Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez officially as a team after the match last week. And they had a nice little face-off against uh, Ulissa León and Valentina Ferros. So for those who speak Spanish, you got to understand everything they were saying. Uh, but essentially, it was them going back and forth about, you know, they have. having... Uh, Ulyssa and Veronica having more tag team experience as opposed to Raquel and uh, Corje. But of course, Raquel's like, well, if you want to show experience, I can show on the ring right now. Uh, so they had a nice little interesting face-to-face. I don't see Valentina or Ulyssa getting that far in this tournament, unfortunately. Uh, but good for them for making an effort and uh, making a presence in the women's division. But one match that we do have to look forward to for, Revolu- for, uh, for Vengeance Day is the weaponized steel cage match because we did have a match between pete dunn and draco anthony uh pete dunn of course getting the win even though tony d'angelo tried to intervene and hit him with the crowbar when he wasn't looking he was able to evade it like it was the matrix uh and of course was able to get the win over draco and this led to the segment afterwards where he just started throwing all the weapons in the ring and said you know what let's take it back to where it all started referring to war games in the steel cage let's have a steel cage but let's put all the weapons on the wall. Let's have a weaponized steel cage match. So that should be one to look forward to
2: on Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's going to be, that should be a fun matchup uh, next week. Uh, we did have a cool matchup here. LA Knight going up against Sangha, former member of Indusure. Now Grayson Waller's backup, his, his bodyguard, LA Knight uh, getting the win over Sangha and laying out Grayson Waller in the process, breaking that... Uh, that little restraining order that he had, so next week Grayson Waller vowed to get LA Knight arrested he for violating came out
3: to the ring. You can't come out to the ring if you have a restraining order against somebody. You can't come in and you know break it yourself. That's not how this works, that's not how any of this works,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Then we had this uh, this crazy championship summit. All right, first, there was a lot of people calling it contract shaming, it's not contract shaming. It's a, championship, it's a championship summit. Championship Nothing summit. was signed. Uh, but it was uh, pretty much between Braun Breaker and uh, Santos Escobar talking trash on both sides. You know, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win that. Blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden we hear Dolph Ziggler's music play. And he walks out. He is super open with the crowd. Crowd's chanting his name. You'll only get your name chanted in orlando because people don't generally <laughs> don't generally chant uh ziggler's name but you know ww veteran the guy the guy is, has a very prestigious career in the wwe and he wants to take a crack at that nxt title he wants a he wants a crack at that uh, braun breaker and uh looks like tomaso champa is going to be next in line because he got he interrupted that championship summit or that interaction between ziggler and braun Champa clearly in favor of Braun Breaker. Uh, clear, it starts attacking Dolph Ziggler. So it looks like Ziggler and Champ are gonna ha- maybe square off before Ziggler and Braun Breaker go at it. Uh, I would have liked to see Ziggler Breaker and Santos. That might have been too much to ask for, but I think that might be the way they're going. What do you think?
3: Yeah, it looks that way. Uh, but do you think this could also be a way to bring back Robert Roode to NXT? Because if you guys didn't know already, this nickname right here all started from my love of the Bobby Roode character when he was NXT champion, the glorious one, Bobby Roode, made the total sense, his whole character made complete sense for what it was for NXT, and then he got called off to Raw, and let's not talk about that. But do you think this could be a way to kind of bring him back in too? Could we see the dirty dogs? make a run for an NXT championship title run, you know, after the winner of the Dusty Cup Classic and Imperium go off, you know, for their title match. Could we see Dolphin Rude make a a stronger claim in NXT the same way Mandy Rose did?
2: I don't know. I think uh, it, we'll see. We'll see what happens here, you know, because Mandy Rose, you know, I think like Mandy and Finn Balor, are like different situations, like they brought him down purposely to, you know, take the show in this direction. What's the purpose of bringing Ziggler? What's the purpose of bringing Root? What are they going to do with this up and young coming talent right now to steer this NXT 2.0 ship? They're using a lot more main roster guys to put more eyes on NXT 2.0 because they understand. Listen, this is a different show now. We're not getting that same fan base that we used to. Uh, So hey, listen, this is what we're all about. And we're constantly bringing stars in to put more eyes on the product. So We'll see what happens here. I would like to see Rude have another run in NXT. But, you know, even recently, like Apollo Crews had an interview with Vicente Beltran. And he said he wants to have another run in NXT. He had a really short run in NXT in 2016. Yeah. So um, we'll see, man. I don't know. I I I, I don't see it. What I like to see it? I would like to see it. I just don't see it right now.
3: And you're right. You know, they are focusing on the talent that they have now, the future of NXT. And one person they really want to see focused on in the future is saray here in the women's division as she continues Yo. her Sailor right. Moon transition. Uh, and She had a match okay. against the Kai after the Kai. Over. With, I'm over. Uh, I'm two. over. It worked. I'm, right?
2: I'm yeah. O- yeah, it works. It works. It, it got the way they did it last night, it works. When she's like holding it and she, and then they put the, the, the fog and then they, they transition into the outside that's cool that's something i'm like okay that was pretty cool and she's a little bit more aggressive in the ring i'm noticing with her in ring style too she's getting a little bit more aggressive i think she's adapting a little bit more to the wwe style from the stuff that she did overseas in japan uh well we'll see we'll see what she does i I, i'm digging the little changes they did with saray last night i thought that was cool uh we also indy hartwell persia Perota. They're also engaged with Toxic Attraction. They're going to have their matchup next week at Vengeance Day. But they had like a little, you know, again, fists were thrown. Words were said backstage. Uh, and, and, and we got to see that last night between these four. Jose. Yo. We might have another chapter, otro capítulo, in the
3: drama of Dexter Lumis and Indy Hartwell because... We had Duke Hudson after his promo saying, you know what? I want to wish Indy Hartwell good luck next week on her Women's Tag Team Championship match. And of course, if you guys notice, Persia Perota is the one that has a thing for Duke Hudson. But what we found out later, uh, when Toxic Attraction got into the face of Indy and Persia, was apparently Duke Hudson and Indy Hartwell might have a little, little thing before her and Dexter because they had a picture of them together. So that led to not only their altercation here, but also heading into the women's NXT championship match, where as Mandy Rose is approaching, Indy and Persia attack Gigi and uh, Janie. So like they, it wound up being a one-on-one match until later on where, you know, JC Jane and Gigi came out later on, whatever. But we're starting to see a little bit more, again, dimensions into some of these feuds between all these different, uh, you know, tag teams and singles competitors, which I think is really interesting. And the same way like we're starting to see with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams because they were at the shop, a local shop over there in Orlando. We haven't been to that one. Uh, but it looks like, you know, Carmelo's <laughs> getting cut. But they were, you know, we talk in the, in the shop, and, hey, some, it's like with the whole LeBron versus MJ conversation, you know. They got the same thing going on here with Carmelo thinking he's the best. But, hey, Car- uh, uh, Cameron Grimes has a shot. Look at what he did. He came up from nothing to where he is now. So, looks like he might have a shot to beat you. But no, he's not worried at all. He's more focused on retaining the, uh, the NXT North American Championship and getting his third date with Ollie J. So, don't mess it up, They're Carmelo. still, they're still date, talking about
2: Ollie J. Ollie who?
3: The one girl that we need to keep talking about though is Nikita Lyons because that intro, that oh, uh, video package, I, I already that she talk, had, we already know about. Her. That we talked We're, about last week. Yeah,
2: we already I, know. I, we already know about her. We After you know mentioned
3: that, and I heard that, I went back. up Yeah, bro. Tiffany, who? I'm excited who? to
2: see her. Yeah, Tiffany, who? It's
3: all about Nikita.
2: I'm it's all about be, Nikita be, Lions. It's, it's going to be about in. Nikita Lions. Yeah, but you're biased. But we'll, we'll bring that. Up. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you're, you're biased. I know why you're biased. I, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> so go ahead and sound off in the comments. Let us know about uh, your thoughts of this week's NXT 2.0. Uh, how do you score it, one through ten? Uh, the show again. It was okay. Nothing crazy happened. Just building up to next week's Vengeance Day. Um, it, it it was a little weak for me to be honest. It wasn't a very strong go home show for our, you know for a special that you're about to have next week. Uh, so for that, I'm probably gonna give it a seven. Yeah, that it sounds about right, you know. And it's
3: it's it's really not in the favor of NXT once we saw a show tonight like we saw on AEW because it's hard to not keep a bias, Because look what's happening behind you right now, Jose. All of this. All the limitless, limit li, limitlessness that's happening behind li, you.
2: Limit, li, uh, limitlessness. Yes,
3: that's happening behind you. It's it's gonna sway my my that score guy right a little there. bit.
2: That guy right there. Look at that guy.
3: Look that that guy, guy right behind you, Jose. That guy right behind you. So yeah, it feels it feels yeah like a seven, six and a half, just because you have a specialized event coming up next week yes we know the matches are going to be there are going to be good they're going to be solid but we want more substance so the biggest thing they really fulfilled was the uh finals for the dusty cup classic like you said that's the one that can go either way like i even though it could be creed brothers it very well could be msk's repeat especially if you're gonna have you know somebody uh like if you want to have a babyface team to go get, uh, go up against imperium so it's it did okay to set that up uh we still have you know, are we going to have just a regular one-on-one match between Braun Breaker and Santos Escobar? Like, what's going to be the title situation? You're right. Like, leading into Vengeance 8, it didn't feel as important as it should have. They just felt, mm-hmm. It felt like a lot of filler, like with the Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton and Mari Miller thing. Uh We have Io Shirai that's going to be naming her new partner because Zoe Stark is still not able to compete in the Women's Dusty Cup we've later found out it looks like it's going to be kaylee ray because after kaylee ray was unable to defeat mandy rose in the main event Io shirai came out to her aid so don't be surprised if it's the team of Io shirai and kaylee ray throwing their hat in the ring for the women's dusty cup classic but other than that yeah it's it it uh it's not it's not a good week for nxt going up against this AEW.
2: Especially when you only had 400,000 people in the ratings last night. You know, you, you dropped 200,000. You switch from USA to sci-fi because of the Olympics. So that doesn't help either, right? So, uh, man. you know, it, it, I mean, it wasn't that bad of a show to merit 400,000. But, again, for a go-home show, it's a special. You got, you know, you, when you build these things up, you make it special. You did it for New Year's Evil. Why didn't you do it for Vengeance Day? So... Uh, let's see what. Let's jump into some of these comments before we head out here. Uh, we got Johnny Manziel, WWE forever. Even Johnny, even John Castro, same thing. He's a huge WWE lifer, but you know it's kind of hard to give
3: it a better, bigger grade than six.
2: See, about the thing about being a Aww. WWE lifer. Sometimes you got to be hard. It's like having a best friend, right? Sometimes you gotta you gotta be hard on your best friend. So sometimes you just gotta say you gotta say nasty stuff to your best friend. To come to get the point across so they can understand to fix their shit. You're trying to say, right? I'm trying oh, to no, say, not, not you, but. Not you, okay. okay. Not you. No, 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 it's, just, it's like being a Jaguars yeah. fan. I know. I, I completely uh, Yeah, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, I completely or, understand. It's okay. Or, or Jets fan <laughs> or Dolphins fan. Yeah. So, exactly. Guys, we are, uh, we thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Go ahead. Oh, we got, Ke- is Kevin going to pop in tonight? What? Kevin with the running? We got him here? I, we, I think we do. What's, I, what's, ke- what's going Kevin? on, <gasps> Kevin? with the run in.
0: What's up, dude? What's watching. up, Joe? I've been watching. I got to chime in here. Uh-oh. I got to chime in. Yeah. So you guys watch sportski a lot. User. You guys watch sportski a lot. And the tag. What's the tag? What's the the awful critique of me is that I'm an apologist for what? You're a WWE apologist. I'm a WWE apologist. I'm the worst thing. I'm an apologist. Okay, that is not something I've called myself. Something that calls me. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I've never called you that. You've let never record, called me that. Let, let the records show that I have none of us here Has not been saved on the, on the, the show. So, I've so,
2: said that Kevin is a WWE apologist. These are
0: people Some of the watch. watch. Out gang, some of the watch out, watch out, some, watch out game. Yes, some is, of is the people the, yes.
2: who tune in. Call Kevin A-W-W-E, I like the I like so the continue. chill music.
0: I like the chill music. I like this. This is like I'm in the lobby of a cool hotel. Um, but no, I get this a lot. I loved AEW. It was incredible. It's probably one of the best episodes of the show in recent memory. Absolutely fantastic. This is what AEW can do. They can do pay per views on television all the time because they only have, what four pay per views a year. So they mm-hmm. like in between them, like a month away from a pay per view, they can give you a pay per view payoff. WWE can't. So because uh, they, they have a pay per view every month. So it's a different story. Premium live event. NXT, though. Premium live event. Premium live event. Whatever. (laughs) So, uh, Vengeance Day next week. I was like, fine, show. Fine, right? They threw all the gas on this thing at the end. I want to see Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunne beat each other up with objects. And they made it make sense. And they brought in the crowbar again. And they did the knuckle thing. And it was simple. And it worked. And it played to both Mm -hmm. guys. That's a quietly well-done angle. This guy's ant- Looney Tunes. This guy's Looney, yes, Looney, guy? Looney, guy. Looney Tunes. You see
3: this I guy? You see this, guy?
0: You see this guy? Loved it. Loved it. Then that show-closing angle... That's how you do a contract sign. Yeah, it's a formulaic. Like someone goes through a table, but then Braun Breaker said, Why are we doing this? Let's Why are we fight. doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Let me just flip the table over now. I love everything about Braun Breaker. He's the guy who just cuts to the chase. I don't want to cut that- promos. I want to fight people. Like, that- so it- we fight people already. I know, I know what's about to happen here. And the swerve within the swerve. Oh, Dolph Ziggler wants to get in this match. Dolph Ziggler comes out and does this cool, like, I'm a smart ass Dolph Ziggler thing. And it was a big pop when he came out people thought it was going to happen, and he showed up in this way that was kind of compelling, because they already had an active storyline, and then you then you have Tommaso Ciampa say, no, 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 no. I'm the gatekeeper. You don't come over to here unless I say so. So now we have two great matches and that have some world title complications to them. One of them with the world title. You know title.
2: when uh, you've been around the world like someone like Throw myself. those feet up. You
0: gotta throw, you gotta throw those feet you up. Throw feet I mean, uh, no, it's,
2: <laughs> it's not going to be you, in frame. You gonna
0: fall backwards, man. <laughs>
3: Alright, make your point,
0: I love the show closing of it. I liked it. I thought there were some good matches. I think the Dusty Cup is entertaining. I've seen better at Dusty Cups. That but... was the best part of the last night's show, to be honest. Is the Dusty Cup, in my opinion? Oh yeah. Dude, like that mess, that, yeah. that Creed Brothers GYV match was awesome. Like, yes. I, I, Creed Brothers got made in that match. Like they've mm-hmm. been uh, they got made. They remind me of uh, O'Doyle rules. You guys ever seen uh, Billy Madison with the O'Doyle bullies? Like they just drive off a cliff and they're just the bullies. They- That's what the Creed brothers were. Around. They're just they're just jockey. Bullies. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. Creed rules. Uh, I thought NXT was was solid. I mean, obviously AEW is a better show. I'm not I'm not comparing, but let's not discredit NXT. This, they they're, they're uh, starting to get things on track here. I- I-
2: I'm the one guy on this channel, on this platform that is the most neutral, all right? And Mm -hmm. I put over NXT as much as I can when I can find possible and to justify it. Just like I'll put over AEW when I need to put over or put them down. Mm -hmm. I've put down AEW before. I've given AEW sevens. I've given AEW 6.5s because they've just had some horrendous shows. So I like to believe that I am
0: fair. I am Objective. I'm trying to make the video longer. Yes,
3: <laughs> Filled out the whole hour.
0: Yeah, there we go. No, but uh, no. This is a solid NXT. This is a great set of prevention day. I love the idea of people coming over from Raw and SmackDown all the time on on NXT. That is brand jump. That is fun. That is
2: cool. It's it's a way to put more eyes on NXT, Kevin. That, it makes so it compelling. It
0: who's who's
3: going to be the next person that shows up and who they're going to call out? Like, who's but, to say it's not going to be a tag team to call out Imperium?
0: Like, yeah. why not
3: have, like, Street Profits show up and call out Imperium for NXT tag like titles?
0: You know? Yeah, but no, but it's, it's fun and interesting. AEW's kicking ass. Wrestling's good. Don't tell me Wrestling's one show's fun. better than the other. Just tell me what you like first. I want you to loudly tell me what you love and why you love it instead of, just, remember, this, this show's great, but this show sucks. Like, come
2: on. Remember, m- remember, back in 2016, when the big hype of wrestling podcasting was booming, right? When er- everybody's like, I wish we had more wrestling. I want to watch more wrestling because all we had was SmackDown and Raw and but we want more wrestling. Only now we got more wrestling, and you're still bitching about it. it? We got all the wrestling.
0: And we got, we got you know what? It, dude.
2: You have to do our motto is enjoy it enjoy it because this is a a platinum era as rico says
0: of wrestling right now because it's so great i need to go see it live again finally (laughs) which is is great (laughs) too so uh love the debrief for you guys who are watching the debrief live i know on facebook we don't have it on our normal uh main sports gear wrestling channel so keep oh tonight we are tonight we are wonderful wonderful we are uh but keep make sure you turn those notifications on for all of our live streams in general so you can catch legion or all with vince russo every monday night so you can catch dutch mental friday nights after smackdown and rampage and our pay-per-view post shows all the additional stuff that we're dropping sports key wrestling awards we have a ton of content thank you guys so much for watching the channel let you guys do it
2: bye all right thanks for stopping by kevin well
0: thank you
2: that's it that's it for tonight's show guys again just like kevin said make sure you give us a follow on the Sports Kita All Elite page on Facebook, we normally go live on there, but it was such a big night, we had to do it on I the main channel. So thank you guys again for showing the love and showing the support. Give us a like, share, and a subscribe over on our YouTube. We're well on our way to twenty six thousand mm. subscribers, so we appreciate every single one of you. Go ahead and make sure you do your votes right now. Vote in the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Do that now by going to sportskita.com forward slash wrestling-awards. It'll take you less than a minute to do the entire thing. Alright? So, just do it now. After you're done watching the debrief, sportskita.com forward slash wrestling awards. Alright? Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Sports Kita Wrestling. Follow me at Jose G. Official. Follow Rico Rico El Glorioso. And remember when watching wrestling, Rico, what's the most important thing they gotta do, man? Enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just enjoy it.